This is Nolan Financial Radio with Tara Nolan from Tara Nolan Advisory Services. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Tara provides her clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Nolan Financial Radio with Tara Nolan. Hello, and welcome back to Nolan Financial Radio. My name is Tara Nolan from Nolan Financial. And while you're listening to today's show, if there's something that you have a question or you need a little more information about, definitely give Chris and I a call at 719-210-4242. And you can visit us online at www.taraenolan.com. While you're on the website, you can click on the radio page. This will let you check out past shows, and you can also subscribe to the program on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify. If you're just listening to the show, you're going to learn that for me, I think financial success starts out with education and listening to these shows. We've got topics on everything from tax preparation to IRAs to emotion and money, anything you could have a question about. So please do subscribe to the podcast and get yourself educated. So not everyone has a steady income that stays the same month after month. If you're a small business owner, a salesperson who depends on commissions, a freelancer who's dependent upon contract work, or you're retired and you're spending down that nest egg, you're very aware of this. So what we're going to talk today about are those people who have income that fluctuates. How do you make financial decisions to set up for success, when, especially when there's uncertainty involved? So before we jump into this uncertainty question, let me check in with Tony. Tony, how are you doing today? Well, I'm doing great. I, I've just had an amazing week and uh, been getting a lot done around the house, spending some time with the family and uh, enjoying uh, the weather's finally uh, nice again. So that's good. But other than that, uh, I'm just keeping busy. How about you? This is a busy time of year for you, isn't it? You know, Tony, it really is. And I love it that we've been talking about how do you turn tax time into a positive time of year? And Tony, you've gathered all of your financial world together to do your taxes. This is the perfect time to turn around and set up your financial plan for retirement because you've already done the heavy lift of gathering yep. everything together. So Chris and I are definitely busy. We've got a lot of people coming and saying, I've just been through all my taxes and I was listening to the show and you know you're right now is the time to set myself up for success and go how much is enough and am i on track and how am i going to get to retirement perfect time of year yeah. for that well it is and you know you said we're talking about weathering income peaks and valleys and that made me think of those people who um maybe unfortunately are relying completely on the stock market at this point in their lives for their income you know they might be in retirement and all their money is in stocks, uh, their their income is definitely weathering some valleys right now. Uh, there's been a lot of market volatility, and there always is. It comes and goes. Uh, sometimes the market's up, sometimes it's down. But uh, we don't want to have to worry about that. We want to have a plan in place that allows us not to let our emotions get out of control when things like this happen. And so this uh, this topic, though, today, it sounds like uh, a good one. I don't know if you know this, but a lot of people in the radio industry, like myself, either start out as a freelancer or take on freelance work on the side to help pay the bills. 
So <laughs> definitely an income that has to weather peaks and valleys, if you know what I mean. I, you know, Tony, you're not alone because just myself, I'm an entrepreneur. When I started my my planning business, it's it's a challenge because it's feast or famine. You know, if you've had a job where you get that monthly paycheck and you, you work, that's you get used to that because you, you know how much you're going to get and that's how much you get paid. When you start working for yourself, you may get a large amount of money and you have to have the discipline and the plan to say, OK, this money has to last until I make that next big paycheck. And so it's a it's a challenge. And, you know, the people that you're referencing, if you've heard of them, talk about the gig economy. Yep, I've heard of that. I've heard of the gig economy or I, I like to call it a side hustle uh, as well. Similar to the gig economy. Right. Um, I feel like it's one of the gig economy, though, is one of those buzzwords that we hear a lot. Uh, like crowdsourcing. So what does the gig economy represent? Well, yeah, exactly. Because I had to look that up myself because I'm older now, Tony, so I don't keep up with all the new buzzwords. <laughs> yeah, you and me both. You and me both. So, you know, when people are talking about the gig economy, what they're acknowledging is that there's a lot more temporary independent work that people can take on today. You know, there's those full-time jobs that come with benefits and hours, but there's things like the rideshare services like Uber and Lyft, you know, and people think of when they're talking about the gig economy, but to me, it can represent truly any job that's contracted and offers fewer benefits than a full-time job. And Tony, you know, this really applies like to even to Walmart. Walmart led the way on starting to hire people as part-time employees so they didn't have to pay all those benefits. And there's a lot of companies that do that because it's so expensive to pay for full-time benefits. And the temporary aspect of all this is why they say gig, correct? Uh, exactly right. So the gig economy certainly isn't new, but it's one of those things I think is interesting is because it calls attention to the people who have fluctuating income. You know, income fluctuation is as old as time, and it has always been one of the cons of entrepreneurship. But like Tony, I can say my grandparents grew up, they, you know, they came over from Ireland and they ended up out on Long Island. And my grandfather, my great grandfather had like four different jobs. Like he was a bricklayer and then they raised um, eggs for chickens and they drove a taxi service. So people do what they have to do. Yeah. So uh, obviously unpredictable income, then it sounds like it's common, isn't it? Tony, it, it really is common because as our country is just shifting out of that mindset where we had a lot of factory jobs and coal mines, those kind of jobs are just going away. And so there's a lot of people now that have to um, figure out what they want to do when they grow up. Right. And you've heard the phrase, you know, take a bad gig until a better gig comes along. And so yep. there's a lot of people, you know, you go to college and you you start out maybe not necessarily doing the thing that you love. But I, I mean, I think it's pretty common now that people people want to figure out that balance so that ideally they're doing something they love so that it's not work. So while you're trying to get to that thing you love, you've got to also do the side hustles that pay your bills. Right. But I, I, uh, I know that you were pointing out an article to me earlier uh, that said fewer than half of Americans out there can come up with a thousand dollars in an emergency. Um, and that's, you know, that's a challenge, especially for somebody with unpredictable income, isn't it? Uh, Tony, it's, it's terrifying. And, you know, when I made the plunge to start my own business versus getting a safe W2 job, it was, I, I had some months that was tight and it was, um, 
you, that's why the foundation of all good uh, planning has, you have to have that emergency fund because yeah. there is nothing worse than, I mean, by definition, an emergency is an emergency and you have to figure out how to pay for it. So, well, it's, yeah, it seems like trying to build up a dependable emergency fund is something that really could help people, especially that have that uncertain income. Absolutely, Tony, especially when you have kids and when you have people relying on you, you just really have to set up that emergency fund because you'd, otherwise, what are you going to do? You're going to start building up debt, right? Because if you don't have the emergency fund, you're going to go to your credit card. So I always recommend people have a minimum of three, but ideally six months of take home income that's in an emergency fund for when those things happen in life. And you know, they always happen in threes. Right. That's true. They do actually uh, usually happen in threes. It just, it never fails. Uh, every time it's like, oh, the furnace broke, the car needs new tires, you know, something else. So uh, they usually happen in threes. And, um, you know, but uh, if you look at that stat that most Americans can't come up with a thousand dollars in an emergency, three to six months of take home is significantly higher than that. It really is. So you have to figure out what is your monthly food, clothing, and shelter bills. And so if your income fluctuates up and down, it's not steady. The thing that is steady is your monthly rent or your house payment, your car payment. So you need to figure out what those expenses are and use that as a basis. Yeah. So, you know, you have to make the right decisions, right? I mean, uh, you need to save always, you know, it's common sense, but save more, spend less, uh, you know, uh, once in a while you want to treat yourself to a nice dinner out or something. But overall, I think we need we can all probably afford to spend less. I, Tony, definitely. And I think a lot of times with people, they end up spending money um, just because it's that money that you spend when you're not thinking about it. You know, you go to Walmart because you need some deodorant and shampoo. And the next thing you know, you've walked out with like a hundred bucks in your cart of things that you yeah. didn't know you needed. Exactly. So, so I think that's that's what happens to people is their budgets are really OK and, and they're in an OK place. It's just about being diligent about those little extras. Like if you have a twenty dollar bill and you break it, it's just gone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> or is that, is that just me? <laughs> nope. Nah, that's not just it's not you. even real money anymore. It's just gone. <laughs> no. If you have a 20 in your pocket, once you break it, it's done. Yeah. So it's done. If you look and it's just like once you break it, it's gone. You just. But you might as well not count on that money anymore. We've talked about this before, Tiny. It's like dieting. Like if you try to put yourself on a crash diet with no sugar, you can be very disciplined for a while. But at some point you're going to break and have a bad night. And it's yep. the same thing with your finances is you can be diligent, diligent, diligent. And then at some point you're going to go, you know what? I just want to do something for myself. And that's why I love having a plan, Tony, because you build in taking care of yourself too. That's part of the plan. It's not just about denying yourself and saving and saving and saving. It's about making a good decision. So if you get a thousand dollars, you can go have a nice dinner, but then you also diligently put, you know, 20%, half of the money away in your emergency fund. So it's not about saying all or nothing. It's about having a plan that you follow. Yep. It's important to have a plan. You know, we should probably take a quick break here, Tara. Is there anything else you want to add before we go? Uh, Tony, we have, Chris and I have set aside 20 complimentary appointments for the first 20 callers today that are ready to go. You know what? I need help figuring out my plan because I do have those peaks and valleys and I need help trying to figure out how 
to get through. I mean, we're all good with the uptimes. It's the downtimes. How do we figure that out? So for anyone listening that really wants help with that, the number, Tony, is 719-210-4242. And if you're interested in our workshop that we're going to have in September, we're going to take all of the ideas and information that we talk about in the radio shows and we're going to put it together in a workshop so that we can get at this information face to face and then you can walk away with a plan that's going to be tailored for yourself so the waiting list for that tony is 719-210-4242 and just let us know and we'll add you to the waiting list all right that sounds great and listeners stay tuned we're going to be right back with more of nolan financial radio after this There may have been a time when the ups and downs of the stock market were exciting, but if you're retired or near retirement, for you that time has passed. A predictable return, a predictable income, and security may not be exciting, but your needs usually change as you grow older. When you are ready for a relatively more predictable instead of an exciting financial plan, call Tara Nolan Advisory Services. We focus on crafting financial strategies that aren't exciting, but effective. You can get your adrenaline rush elsewhere. Give our office a call at 719-210-4242 or visit us online at TaraEnolan.com. And welcome back to Nolan Financial Radio. My name is Tara Nolan from Nolan Financial. If you're just tuning in to today's show and you have a question, please feel free to give Chris and I a call at 719 719- 2104242 and visit us online at www.taraenolan.com while you're there you can click on the radio page to check out past shows and subscribe to Apple Podcasts, Google Play or Spotify. The radio page is also going to give you a wide range of previous shows that talk about all different kinds of financial topics that are so important. So if you're just tuning in, we have been discussing how do you reduce the impact of the peaks and valleys of fluctuating income? You know, for some people, the bulk of their income is uncertain. You have these small business people, the commission heavy sales positions, freelancers, and then for some people, they're retired and their money's in the market. So how do you handle that? The ups and downs, the uncertainty is is you have to have a plan for that because otherwise it can be terrifying. (laughs) Well, yeah. So let's get on to some more tips. I mean, earlier you were talking about the importance of that emergency fund. What else is important to navigate the peaks and valleys of income fluctuation? Well, the first thing you need to do, Tony, is figure out what does it cost to be you? You know, what are your food, clothing and shelter needs? I like that. Because... Um, you know, because it's we all have a different cost. And how can you begin to make an important decision if you don't really know how much money you have to spend every month? Um, You know, we always talk about looking at the luxuries of eating out, shopping and that. But a lot of people forget to take the time just to go and and do that accounting of how much is my electrical bill? How much is my gas bill? How much do I spend on gas for the car? And all of those things that you're going to spend because you need those things to get to work and all those other kinds of things that you do. Yeah. Yeah. Good point, uh, obviously. Uh, And I would imagine it costs more uh, to be a movie star than it costs to be a podcast host, obviously, or co-host, I should say. Well, yeah, if you're getting paid to look well, you know, Tony, we, we have the face for radio and that's okay. Yeah, I do. I do have the perfect face <laughs> for radio. So life is a lot simpler. Yeah. <laughs> when you don't have to get up and make sure your hair is just so and your makeup's in place and your teeth are pretty and all that good stuff. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, 
it, there's a lavish lifestyle, but then there's always the your basic food, clothing, and shelter. And so you not you want to know your 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 basics and what it costs, and then that lets you make decisions on some of the other things. Right, right. I think that's key. It's un, it's good to understand, and that sounds like a winning strategy. So, what's the next tip? So the next tip is to think about the percentages of when you're putting your money away from retirement. So if you have a set dollar amount in your head that you're trying to put away, it can add a lot of strain on you during the months when you don't have as much money coming. So instead of having a targeted amount, aim for a percentage of your income. And Tony, I love this for for all people is if you just set yourself is pay yourself first 10%. So every time you get a dollar, you're going to put 10 cents away for yourself. And that works nicely with any size of money. So if you get a $5,000 check, a $20,000 check, you just put away 10% for yourself. And if you just get in that habit pattern, it's a lot easier to do it that way. If you're trying to put it in terms of dollars, that can get a little more dicey. Well, yeah, if you look at it as a percentage of your income instead of dollars, that's a good point. Because if I had it set in my head that I wanted to put $1,000 toward retirement every month, and I only make $2,000 in a particular month, my stress level is going to be off the charts, right? Exactly. Mine too. I mean, so instead, let's say you put away between 10 and 20% of your monthly income for retirement, then at the end of the year, it's going to all even out to a reasonable amount. And you put away when you when you make it and then less when you make less. So it just because here's the thing, Tony, you have to remember is we all still have to live our life today. Right. Right. (laughs) So while we're planning for retirement and all those things in the future, meanwhile, life is happening today. (laughs) Yeah. So you got to be concerned about present time and and managing that so that the key is is that it's the habit pattern and that you do pay yourself first it doesn't always have to be a specific amount but a percentage is a great way that you have that habit pattern you flex that muscle and you get really good at because um, if you take care of yourself tony that's the best thing you can do for your family for your friends it's just it's not being self-serving you're actually helping everybody by doing that yeah yeah, but it is important to put at least some money away uh, today uh, so it can grow and we can take advantage of that uh, eighth wonder of the world compounding interest. Uh, and that's a good reason to put money into a retirement account if you need an additional push, right? You know, absolutely, Tony, because I think your money should have a job just like you have a job. And the sooner you start putting a money away and letting it have compound interest and growing, the more it, the money can work for you. And, you know, it can be easy for people who have less certainty in their income to hold themselves back from putting money away and saying, oh, I'll get it next time. Uh, that's a that's a slippery slope right there. I'll get it next time. And you want to build in an excuse to always just do a little bit. And that way, when you have more, you're more inclined to go, well, I could put a little more away this time. But yeah, you don't want to put away taking care of yourself. It doesn't, you're not taking care of yourself if you're always kicking that can down the road. If you're just tuning in for the show and you have a question or you need some more information, please give Chris and I a call at 719-210-4242 and definitely visit us online at www.taraenolan.com. While you're at the website, click on the radio page. You can check out previous shows and see what kind of education is available. And subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify. So we have been talking today about the peaks and the valleys. Tony, we've been talking about uncertainty, haven't we? Yeah. 
Yeah, we have. Uh, you know, we've been talking about what we can do to reduce the impact of those peaks and valleys and uh, uncertainty, that uncertain income, because like you said, not everybody has a steady source of income uh, month in and month out. Although if they have been working with a financial planner, uh, you're going to set it up so they do. And I think that's important. And I know you have a few tips left. What's another one that our audience should consider when it comes to preparing for uncertain income? Well, Tony, one of the things that we can look at, the next tip is one that I've struggled with myself, and it's ditching auto payments. You know, for many of us, the days of sitting at the kitchen table, writing checks and paying bills are long gone. And so most of our recurring payments are made online, but many companies also offer auto payment options that truly make it out of sight and out of mind. Wow. Okay. Um, you know, uh, that's awesome. And uh, I actually really like auto payments, though. So what makes them problematic? Well, Tony, I love them myself, but the problem can be for people who have unpredictable income. So I can tell you, like one of my clients had his life insurance for his family set up on quarterly payments. And he just happened, it was right around the holidays and they had planned a big trip and he had, you know, just made a couple unexpected large payments out of his account and the, he had an auto payment set up and you know he got the big notice in the mail of you missed this payment and it added a bunch of stress we were able to fix it but that's what happens is if your auto payment hits and you just because it's out of sight out of mind you forget about it and it just creates an extra hassle because then you have to go back and you may have to pay late fees and it, it's, it's just, if you're going to use auto payments, you just need to have some kind of a tracker or something that you have up on the wall where you can see it somewhere just to remind you, oh yeah, I still have these other payments happening. Yeah. 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 You have to, you have to keep all that in mind. I, I mean, I can relate to that pain. I think most of us, uh, you know, basically what you're saying is auto payments can take away some of our awareness of our full financial picture, right? Uh, Tony, that's exactly. So the good and the bad, we like auto payments when we're paying ourselves because we start building that retirement income, that emergency fund without thinking about it. Because if you pay yourself first with an auto payment, then you're more likely to do it. But it's just the timing issue, right? So if you have unpredictable income, it's not necessarily that you don't have the money to pay your bills. It just might not be in the right account at the right time. So yeah, bad um, timing. And, and you know, uh, I think all of us have experienced bad timing at some point in our lives. Uh, haven't we? <laughs> of course we have. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know, Tony, that I would go so far to say you have to pay your bills manually, but you need to have a monthly intentional process that you yes. look at what's happening. I mean, setting it up manually, that's great, but you need to just have some way that you're checking to make sure you have the right money in the right account. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. So uh, what's the next topic on the list? Well, it's really important, Tony, if you have uncertain income, that you consider trying to reduce your monthly expenses and just live a little more frugally until you yeah. get really good at executing your plan. Because if you have this peak and valley lifestyle, you're going to make a plan and then you need to live with it for a little while to make sure it's working. So, you know, it's it's always the best thing you can do to reduce stress is to ideally live a little bit below your income needs until you know that where your your safe space is and that you have your emergency fund and and you do that because it causes a lot of stress if you consistently 
come up with that. You're coming up short. You're coming up short. It's, it's not a good habit pattern to be in. Yeah, no, no, it's definitely, definitely not. So maybe along the lines of, you know, limiting which cable package you choose. Uh, it's more of that type of decision than say sleeping on the floor. Right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Tony, and I think this is where a lot of financial planning falls apart is people try to do it like a crash diet and they try to, to live like a monk and, and have deprived themselves of everything. And that's just not sustainable. I mean, anyone who's ever been on a diet knows that that doesn't work. You have to make, start with small changes that you can live with. And once you start incorporating that into your lifestyle, that's when you start to have the success, you know, yeah. and, you know, back to your cable example, you know, if you view cable as a luxury instead of a requirement, then you consider which cable package you actually need and then you pay less accordingly. Or, you know, if cable is particularly important to you, then maybe you decide to spend more of your money on that and you take up running or something that doesn't cost the money of a gym membership. So it's, it's Tony, it all comes back to setting that intention and being intentional with your life. Yeah. Yeah, and I feel a lot of the things we're talking about today are helpful for anybody to think about, not just people who have fluctuations in their income, right? Uh, Tony, I totally agree, because if you're listening to today's show and you have that steady income, then it just makes it easier for you because you're, you can implement the same types of habits. And what actually it's going to do is allow you to build up that income more steady because it's the same concept. 10% is 10%, whether it's a steady income or an up and down income, and you're going to just be able to, to have the same benefits. But, you know, having that emergency fund in place, knowing what your expenses are and putting money away towards retirement. Tony, these are all the things that make you feel in control of your money. And all the people I work with, Tony, that's when they really become the happiest is when they're driving their life, their money is not driving their life. There you go. Yeah, you you want to be in control there. That's for sure. And I like this. You know what, Tara? I always pick up something, get new insights from our chats. Unfortunately, we're almost out of time for today's conversation. Uh, where can our audience go to learn more? Well, Tony, if you're listening to today's show, definitely visit our website at www taraenolan.com. It's always great to do your due diligence and research and check out who you're listening to. And you can also call the office, call Chris and I at 719-210-4242. We've set aside 20 complimentary appointments, Tony. And one of the first things we do is sit down and discuss, you know, what questions do you have? And especially about the peaks and valleys and the uncertainty of income. And then we look at, you know, how do we get to your your goal of retirement? How much is enough? How are you going to get there? So that's the kind of conversations that we have. So it's our goal to help prepare you for that retirement that you've worked for. So, Tony, that number is 719-210-4242 if you're ready to put some certainty in this crazy world. Right. There you go. <laughs> you, you've got to do it. I like that. Put some uh, sanity into the crazy world. Uh, I appreciate that, Tara. Uh, and listeners, you know what? We're out of time for today's show. That does it for today's episode of Nolan Financial Radio with our host, Tara Nolan. Join us for another episode of Nolan Financial Radio. Take care, and we'll talk with you next time. Thank you for listening to Nolan Financial Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Tara Nolan at Tara Nolan Advisory Services. 
call 719-210-4242 or visit the website at TaraEnolan.com. Tara Nolan and Tara Nolan Advisory Services are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.